Mondays.wop.com. It's Mondays with your host, Carl Franklin. This is Jeff Maciolik here in the studio with Carl, Richard Campbell, and Mark Miller announcing show number 20. All your Xbox 360 are belong to us. Mondays is produced by Pop Productions, providing professional audio and podcasting services online at www.pop.com. And now, the real source of the Wendy's chili finger, Carl Stumpy Franklin. <laughs> what a way to start the week, huh? Stumpy. Stumpy Franklin. This is Carl Stumpy Franklin here in New London, Connecticut, here bringing you another uh, Geeky Monday, a Freaky and Geeky Monday. Hope your week is better than my last week was, man. What a piece of crap week I had. Yeah. You had a bad week, Carl? What's wrong with your week? Oh, it fucking sucked, man. <laughs> How are you guys doing? Uh, I'm doing pretty crappy. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the crappy club, man. I had a crappy last I had a, my week last week. My week last week was also a little bit crappy, but but somewhat remarkable. I I went to uh Vegas um for a conference. And you know, I I've been there a couple times before, but for some reason I never noticed like, you know, all the boobs that I was noticing this time, they were just like, they were hanging out all over the place, you know, like, you know, there are a lot of sluts in Vegas, I think. It's Vegas. Would you not expect boobs in Vegas? Were you expecting like a nuns or something? You know? I don't, yeah, I guess so. So anyway, I mean, even the nuns were hanging the hoodies. I mean, it was like, <laughs> it was, so the, the, the amazing thing is I, I I went out with one of my coworkers, uh, you know, he was gambling and drinking and I don't do either of those things. I mean, I'll, I, I, I guess I would gamble if I had like, you know, loads of cash that I just wanted to get rid of very quickly. But uh, but anyway, he's gambling, and then we 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 end up going back uh, and uh, and go to our rooms uh, at about I don't know I want to say like two a.m. Next morning, I see him, and he says, "Dude, after we got back in, uh, I yeah I go yeah." He goes, "I came back down and played roulette." Now, mind you, earlier in the day, the Ooh. guy's like, "Ah, oh, the wheel is broken on a roulette. It's always hitting the same numbers. It's a system. I got a system." <laughs> so, so the, the guy's like totally addicted to roulette, right? So he 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 tells me the story of how he came back down after two a.m. He's he's playing roulette. He meets sees some buddies of his, meets up with them. They, he says they're just drinking and drinking and drinking. And then he says, and he says, I remember these these hookers. They were like hitting on us. And, and then I woke up this morning in my room. I have no idea how I got to my room. And I'm like, okay. And he pulls out his wallet and he shows it to me. And all my money was gone. <laughs> Surprise. I'm like, let's see. Let's retrace your steps. <laughs> Hookers were trying to pick you up. You make it to your room. Your money is gone. Yeah. <laughs> I said, I think you need an AIDS test. He said, no, I didn't have sex with him. I go, as far as you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So that was my uh, story. That's crazy. Oh, 
what kind of conference was it? Was it a geeky, nerdy conference? It or? was a developer conference, yeah. yeah. Learn how to write code. Actually, the funny thing was is that uh, Bill Gates was speaking at the the, uh, mobile, the mobile developer conference, which was right next door to us. And as yeah. part of a special deal, they allowed us to take a bus early in the morning to go over there. But hmm. I don't know what the deal is. Their security over there is really like top notch because they see me and they're immediately giving me trouble. Hmm. And and I'm like I'm like what 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 can a man carry a pie into a conference? You know what laws are against carrying a pie? You know what laws do you have in Vegas that don't allow men to carry a pie and walk around with a pie? So they were really upset with me. How you been, Richard? Oh well, my life's been ripped apart. This is a complaining kind of crappy this week. This is a complaining. Well, you know what happened on Monday last Monday. The wife brought home a puppy. Hmm. Yeah, that'll so rip life Apparently, apart. we didn't have enough urine stains in our house. <laughs> <laughs> Had to go and get a urine stain producing device. <laughs> and I've realized now that this puppy is really my alternative to having another child because they decided to name the puppy Zach, uh, which is the name we would have given to my youngest daughter. She'd been a boy. So yeah. it's all very Freudian around here these Yuck. days. You know, I, I'm going to just make a note to myself to invent a, a carpet and name the color pea stain yellow. <laughs> <laughs> we have one that uses the Pantone color uh, uh, furball. Furball. Yeah. <laughs> yes, furball barf color. That's what the elevator in my building is painted, by the way. Nice. It looks like regurgitated Purina cat show. Is that Furball 513 or Furball? Yeah, Furball 513, exactly, yeah. man. Okay. <laughs> I have that little swatch. I love that color. Yeah. So that that's, and uh, now we have to take the dog out for a walk. And, and how many, you know, I knew, was not looking forward to, you know, another time in my life where we were counting another number of poops produced by a member of the household. You know, we were past that. One that'll never grow up at that. Yeah, yeah, but exactly. Two year old forever. Well, at least twenty years or so. Jeff, Come man, you now. counting the days until uh, till your girlfriend you get comes late back again? from China? <laughs> I mean, your girlfriend comes back. Yeah. <laughs> you seem like you're in a little bit of a better mood now uh, than you were last week. Anyway, in the week before. Yeah, I'm. Got I'm some kinda, good drugs or something. Yeah, yeah, lots of drugs. You know, some hookers and <laughs> and. <laughs> Yeah, and, right. and you know, I don't miss my girlfriend anymore. No, uh, I'm I'm sort of, you know, getting used to the, <laughs> okay. the fact that she's gone. I got a puppy. <laughs> I got a puppy. He got a puppy, and he doesn't miss his girlfriend yeah, anymore. This is way more than I need to hear right now. <laughs> Expect a call from Peta, buddy. <laughs> but in in all seriousness, I actually got my first phone call from her last night. Ah, um, actually, ah there you and go. And so that was good. And she little got, phone sex gets you over the hump. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> while on, her brother man. was in the room. Great. Ooh, in, kinky. Yeah. That's gross, man. So, uh, <laughs> no, and, and she also, because she's back in Beijing, she's got an internet connection and she's been uploading her pictures of China uh, um, to the gallery online, which is really cool. Um, so I'm glad about that. And, you know, it's better. And I've got good surprises for her and she's got good surprises for me. And I don't think either of them is, hey, guess what? I'm gay, gay now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so... I well, think you're just happy she remembered your name. Yeah, the yeah, right. The uh, the the funny thing is, I said, you know, don't pick up any Chinese boys while you're over there. And the the response she had to that wasn't, you know, oh, gee, Jeff, I wouldn't dream of that. It was, I don't speak good enough Chinese to pick up anyone over here anyway. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, I've been trying. I've yeah. been trying. It's just not working. Right. Yeah. Well, was, uh, you know, I did read that email that she sent you, and and about that cookbook that she bought in uh, Beijing that looks really good. Forty ways to walk your dog. 
I thought that was a good cookbook. <laughs> mm. <laughs> I need a copy of that. Yeah. <laughs> it was, I actually clicked on an ad because I was looking at a website that was in, I think, Australia or uh, New Zealand. And I and there was an ad that said, you know, win citizenship in the United States. And so I clicked the ad. <laughs> it's so funny because you like, thought it was a gag. Yeah, no, I, well, I don't know. I just was like, no, it was. I could tell it was real, but but it's like this. Uh, you know, they say each year the diversity lottery program makes fifty thousand immigrant visas available <laughs> through the lottery. Like all these Mexicans are like crossing, you know, enduring all of this stuff, watching out for our you know renegade shooters down there. Trying to get it in the United States, and they didn't know about this program. Man, I, I <laughs> tell you, these uh, the people that are scrolling up on the right it looks like you know freaking uh, prison photos here. Yeah, man. I know. They look like mug yeah. shots. But you know what's interesting is notice the, the I love this little table here yeah. the, where they show feature offered U.S. State Department website, USA <laughs> FIS organization website. You know, same yeah. chance for all participants to win. True of both. Free of charge. Oh, it's free from the U.S. State Department, but not so free from USFIS. <laughs> what's what's the uh, URL? The URL is is USAFIS dot org dot org. I want to know how much it is. I haven't done that. You have to sign in to find out what the cost is. So I want to know how much. They won't tell you how much it is. Those bastards. No, no, no. It says you have to. Well, see, the thing is, is that the U.S. does a lottery for free, right? And I think right. the way this works is is you sign up with them. And if you're the guy, one of the 50,000 who wins, then you get a free plane ticket. Ah, but you got to pay them some money. Yeah. And so you got to pay them some money. And so I haven't checked out what this is, man. Okay, so UA, USA FIS, I found a website that says that he signed, this guy signed up with them for two years for $89 US. Huh. Oh, what a racket, man. Uh, that price right? is, okay, the price is now at 100 and, oh, yeah, no, you're right, it is $89 US. It is right here. That's their new discounted price. Why doesn't the government just auction off citizenship on eBay, man? They should. The, the best value, though, is this four-year deal for $194. <laughs> oh, okay, so that's not too bad. <laughs> and they accept all major credit cards. It kind of looks like Diners Club. Do they give the odds? It's one in 70. One in no 70? Way. Is it really? Yeah. Huh. Wow. Hmm. So um, what's the URL to that? It's uh, shrinkster.com slash 597. 597, cool. huh? Yeah. All right. So that we yeah, can. If you do, we're in the military, those military equivalents are the Fiverr Niner Sevenino <laughs> Hotel. <laughs> And for for any of the curious listeners, that's not the 597th uh, Shrinkster article. It's actually using base 36. So uh, you do the math. Wow. Because <laughs> I don't want to. That's a lot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's several thousand. Yeah. Yeah. And mostly from us. So uh, big news this week, at least in the geek world, Xbox 360 was unveiled last week in Los Angeles. And uh, all of them are belong to us. And all of them are belong to us. And if you don't know what one. that is, just Google it. Yeah, please. Only Google all your base are belong to us. Yeah, Googling all your Xbox are belong to us will probably, you know, you might have to go to the third or fourth result before you find anything meaningful. But it's good to, you know, sort of revisit those old geek myths, you know, those that, that, that are part of the meme zeitgeist of the geek world. Okay, yes, it's unveiled, but big questions remain, like, can I play my old Xbox games on it? Probably not. Yeah, both of them. 
I actually only have one, so don't give me any crap. Did they ever make more games than Halo? Did anybody I, ever play anything other than Halo on that I, stupid machine? Halo 2. Listen, man, I actually bought an Xbox last week for one reason, one game only, and that game was Lego Star Wars. Lego what? Star Wars. Lego Star Wars. Because I, I, I go into Toys R Us, I say, uh, yeah, I'd like Lego Star Wars for uh, GameCube. They say, uh, we, does not make, we don't make it for the GameCube. And I'm like, uh, well, my PlayStation's got a crappy CD-ROM drive, and it's going to cost me the same amount to fix it as it will to buy a new one, so I'm not going to buy any more PlayStation games. So I finally say, okay, fine. I grab an Xbox box from the shelf that says, you know, no, no, there's not really an Xbox in here, you know, just a sticker, just for display. I take it up, and this is one of nine. I take it up, and they go, uh, you know what? We're all out of Xboxes. And I go, you've got nine boxes on the shelf. <laughs> <laughs> and Toys R Us is out of Xboxes and the kid next to me says hey they're selling them across the street at GameStop or something like that and I say okay fine so I go over there and the guy goes do you want do you want the Xbox in a, this bundle and he holds up this bundle you know in the sealed plastic you know and he says look it gives you this one game over here and you know this great guide for the game on how to play it and 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 look you get a DVD adapter thing like I got more DVD fucking DVD players in my house than, than I need right last thing I need is a DVD so I said, no, I'll just take it standalone. He says, you sure? You sure you don't want this special? He says, save this best value, save money. I said, no, I just want to, just want to, just want to the Xbox in a box, okay? He's like, okay. He gets, he gets a knife from the other guy. He starts cutting into the plastic to take out my fucking Xbox. That's well, like, the only Xbox we got. Oh, yeah. He's like, we don't mind. We make more money this way anyway. And he's just cutting on the floor. I go, don't cut my Xbox up, man. Said, That's nuts. That's a great reason to buy an Xbox. So anyway, you know, I got one game, and I got Lego Star Wars, and I enjoy it. Well, there's a great video about Xbox 360 at shrinkster.com slash 598. I tell you all the good stuff. My my three-year-old daughter, uh, who was uh, made a cameo on this show a couple weeks ago, she uh, loves to pl- go downstairs. She says, Daddy, go downstairs and play cards. So what we do is I play Midtown Madness, which is my favorite game because it's mindless, right? I can just drive around Paris and run over people and not have to worry about <laughs> the game starting over. This is over. what your child wants to watch. Exactly. Because regular television is too, too violent. violent. <laughs> but I just, you know, I crash through cars and buildings and stuff. And, and she takes one of the controllers that's not plugged in and she, like, moves it. And she thinks she's moving it and stuff. And it's So she's happy. She's that's happy. Cute. And I get to run over people in Paris. And here I'm going, Sacre bleu! Look out, you <laughs> stupid American! jeez. Uh, <laughs> well, of course, because if you are on a, on a rampage in your car, you'd much rather drive on streets with roundabouts right. where everybody's <laughs> moving anyway and there's more things to whack into. Yeah, it's true. In case the guy you hit, is he still moving in the back? Is that the idea? Oh, That's it. <laughs> see him still moving, trying to crawl in the rear view. I still think when it comes to smashing people... In in mindless video games, Grand Theft Auto Three for the PlayStation is is oh, classic, yeah. largely because I learned how to do the the uh, the various secret moves, and so you basically your character like sort of w- dances around on the screen for fifteen seconds while you enter in this arcane key combination, and a tank falls from the sky. Right, and you know that kind By of. By the thing. way, Jeff, th- I tried that. That does not work in real life. Yeah, you know, <laughs> the rain dance is pretty good too, but. You know, it, it helps if you've got, you know, face paint and feathers. Now in real and... life, that just goes on your permanent record, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Mark, the problem is you can't be naked when you do that. 
That's the yeah, caveat. that's what they told me too, man. This is not news to me, all right? What I loved about Grand Theft Auto 3 was being able to go up on the roof of the parking lot and just be a sniper for a couple of hours. Yeah. You'd pick a couple of guys, the cops would show up. You'd pick a couple of the cops, and then the FBI would show up. You'd pick a few of the FBI guys, and then the army shows up, and yeah. they have tanks and helicopters. You know, I'm really looking forward to the time that I'm a witness at your trial. And <laughs> state for me. Richard? Yeah, Richard, when you're, when you're doing that kind of thing, one of the... One of my favorite things to do is to get that, you know, the, you've got army helicopters and police and everything. You're completely surrounded by them. And you do the, you know, I'm no longer wanted dance. And you're completely <laughs> surrounded by army and police officers. And, and they just, like, completely forget what they're doing. It's like They're all walking away. Yeah, they all just start, you know, wandering. Time to go home. Oh, this guy's dancing. It must be okay. <laughs> yeah. no, no, actually, <laughs> actually, I have tried this one. And this one does work in real life. <laughs> Naked? <laughs> No, I man. was always big on the Molotov Dude. cocktails of the police. They all gather up in a ball. You throw a Molotov into them, and they all scatter on fire. It's freaking terrorist training, man. That's what it is. It's terrorist That's training. What it is. Yeah, it's a pretty pretty scary stuff. That's why I let my three year old watch watch wholesome games like Midtown, Midtown Madness, Madness, where I can run over French people, and they say "Sacre bleu, get out of the way, you stupid American." <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. not like crazy taxi where everybody jumps out of the way right before you hit them, no matter what angle it is or how you do it. And you know, I, I've tried for hours to run people over in crazy taxi, and you know, you just can't do it. Oh, well. It's very sad. <laughs> when I was in France, the parents got really mad at me because I would teach their kids American slang literally translated into French. <laughs> You know, uh. so I'd be going like, hey, hey, pas de problème, you know, kind of thing like that, you know. What and, does that mean? That's, hey, no problem, man, oh, you okay. know, and, and uh, <laughs> pas de problème, monsieur, you know, like that. And, and, and you know, so oh, you... I just stepped in the big poo poo, you know, or something like that. I don't know. Man. The dork translates, but the words do not. <laughs> yeah. So let's go on with the show, man. Yeah, let's go on with the show. Yeah, well, well, I've got some some sort of news. Carl and I have been talking and realizing that I actually, you know, we already do so much stuff distributed that uh, I don't really necessarily need to be in this area. So I'm thinking about moving. Um, and, you know, this is sort of an open dialogue Carl and I have. And we're jerk. trying to figure out. Yeah. <laughs> fucking jerk. Yeah, just trying to screw Just get the fuck up. out, man. Just Your get the fuck out. Your parents are kicking you out, aren't they? No, actually, I'm just. I'm <laughs> That's just, what yeah, it is. I can tell. I can oh, smell that. Oh. Your parents handed you your ass. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but I found this problem, which is I was, you know, we're talking about, oh, you know, all I need is a fast internet connection, right? Because I can work from anywhere as long as I can get good internet. You can work from anywhere as long as you get your parents to move there with you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Okay, so uh, so I'm looking at internet access prices because I'm like, yeah, you know, I'll just get some high speed business internet, three hundred bucks a month for two megs down. That's two megabits down and three hundred eighty four kilobits up. Uh, for oh, that 300 sucks. American dollars oh. a month. Well, your mom and dad can afford that. Now is that cable or DSL? That's cable. So I'm gonna have to look into DSL. But my God, what are they thinking? And I'm looking at it more, and it looks like it's a hundred bucks a month too if you get a router. Nice. Jeez. So, yeah. Move to the great. city, man. Why don't you just like, uh, you know. Bandwidth leaking out of yeah, the I'm trees. I'm just going to run a Cat 5 cable from here to there, you know. Should just move up to Griswold or someplace up in the country, man. Salem eh. or something. Connecticut sucks. <laughs> I'm so tired of this state. I'm sorry. No offense to all of our five Connecticut listeners, but this state is really terrible. 
Oh, man. Especially man. if you live at home with your parents, man. It, it really help. sucks. Man, you know, the taxes are just killing me, man. And the rent, holy shit. I just can't afford it anymore, man. You know, if I actually get a roommate, I may actually pay less in rent. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? That is crazy. You're crazy. crazy. I am so how crazy. are your parents reacting to this news? Uh, well, they You got to give them 90 days notice. <laughs> They're like, oh, I'm losing a source of income. No, they, they, yeah, because if, you, if you have idea. one of these psycho, you know, interdependent relationships like I had with my parents, no, not at all. The only thing they're dependent on me for is uh, internet connectivity and all, right, man, all I'm saying, man, if your door opens up in the middle of the night and it's your mom with a big fucking knife, man, you just, <laughs> you just, 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 you just remember that three hundred dollars a month isn't sounding so bad now, is it? <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, you know, just like to ask you know, the Monday's listeners, don't stalk my girlfriend and send her emails about this. This is her surprise for when she gets back from China. So, Oh, okay. uh, I'm leaving you and moving to a different state. No, actually, I'm moving. Very nice. I'm moving closer to where she's going to be working. And her email address is shiftym at yahoo.no. <laughs> hey, he protected you, know. Jeff. He didn't say the last part of the email Yahoo. address. Yahoo.com. Yahoo.com. Net zero. <laughs> AOL. <laughs> right. right. Well, let's hear about some people dumber than you, Mark. Dumber than me, rather. I didn't mean to mess that up. People dumber than me. People dumber than all of us. All these are dumber than me. These are people you. making the news who uh, help us feel better about ourselves by doing really, really, really dumb shit. Over to you, Mark. Thanks, Carl. Story number one: Dumb guy versus tire. Tire wins. <laughs> <laughs> I like it already. Charles O'Neill may be a slow driver, but he was quick to defend his driving skills against another irritated driver last week. The elderly New Hampshire man was allegedly driving slowly on the highway when another driver honked at him and pulled out in front of his vehicle, Ooh. accusing the man of being, quote, older than God, end quote. <laughs> this all was according to Lieutenant Andrew Lavoie of the Nashua Police Department. When the verbally abusive driver stopped at the red light, Mr. O'Neill pulled up next to the man's car and exited his vehicle. The two men politely exchanged verbal suggestions on how each other could improve their prowess behind the wheel, no doubt using descriptive terms like old man dust fart and whippersnapper donkey fucker. <laughs> <laughs> However, peaceful negotiations abruptly turned to violence when Mr. O'Neill allegedly slapped the man with a glove. Now, Carl, surprising as it may sound, it turns out that this is not an unusual event. You really have to watch yourself in New Hampshire. I can't tell you how many times I've been glove slapped by old guys running unsupervised <laughs> on the streets of New Hampshire. <laughs> so anyway, Mr. O'Neill returned to his vehicle, retrieved a sheath from which he then pulled out a big ass sword having a blade measuring over three feet in length. Wow. <laughs> wow. Mr. O'Neill then reportedly said, quote, I ought to run you through with this. Wow. Nice. The driver ran away and then watched from a safe distance as O'Neill proceeded to spend the next five minutes repeatedly trying to puncture a hole in one of his tires. <laughs> Sorry, I have to remember to breathe every once in a while there. Beautiful. Beautiful. Whew. Carl, what kind of idiot pokes a tire hole in a tire with a sword? <laughs> I don't know. An old one? Yeah. Hey, hey was it an Impala? Oh, oh, geez, Carl, that's terrible. You know, I don't think I have it here. I don't have that detail. I'll look, I'll find that and get back to you, Carl, all right? All right, okay. 
Ultimately, Mr. O'Neill, realizing he'd met his match in the high-performance all-season tire, returned to his car and drove away. Police located O'Neill, who was charged with criminal threatening and mischief. He was released on a $2,000 bail and will be arraigned at a later time this month. This is just more proof of what I've always been saying, that ill-behaved time travelers from the past are living amongst us. <laughs> Either that, or it could be proof that you, sir, Mr. O'Neill, you slow-driving, blade-wielding, glove-slapping old guy, you, sir, are dumber than me. <laughs> Story number two, the old woman, the magic turtle, and the man who was God. Huh. Times were tight for Kong Chantha, a 26-year-old monk who was strapped for cash. So he sold his magic turtle to an elderly woman for less than a dollar. By the way, Carl, this reminds me of something that happened to me when I was a kid. We needed cash, so my mom made me take our cow to the market to sell it. And some guy offered me some beans, and I said, fuck that. But then this other guy had a magic turtle. I said, cool. So when I got home, my mom was real pissed. She threw it out the window, and I cried. And the next morning, I woke up, there was a giant bean stalk growing out of that turtle's ass. I mean, what are the odds of that happening? <sighs> Actually, you know, now that I think about it, it might not have been a beanstalk, that, that thing that was coming out of his butt. Oh, come on. Oh, but I digress. Let's return now to our story already in progress. You see, Mr. Chantha was able to claim that the turtle was magic because it had these Buddhist inscriptions carved into its shell. However, a few days later, the monk learned that the enterprising old woman had started a money-making business with the turtle, claiming that the magic reptile could invoke miracles. Well, naturally, this made the peaceful Buddhist monk madder than a psychotic one-eyed beaver on crack. <laughs> and let me tell you something, friends. Nothing is worse than a strung-out, mentally disturbed, tree-eating mammal with no ability to perceive depth. <laughs> and Carl, trust me, you do not want to get in between a pissed-off monk and his magic turtle. <laughs> So Mr. Cantha did what any other peace-loving man of God would do if he were to discover that his magic turtle was raking in the cash at the new owner's home. He tried to reclaim it by force. According to police, the elderly woman would not return the turtle, and so there was a fight. Boy, Carl, I bet it was just like one of those fights in the Matrix. You know, when the monk and the old lady, they're spinning around in slow motion, and it's raining hard, and all the suit-wearing Mr. Smith clones are watching on the sidelines. And then the magic turtle is telling Neo that there is no spoon. But I can see the fucking spoon right there in his little turtle hand. And Neo can't take any more of the turtle's crap. So he slams the ground with his foot, and the street ripples real cool in slow motion-like, right? But there's this green tail coming out from under his shoe, and you think, all oh, the turtles met his match. But no, the little turtle dude starts to move and actually lifts a surprise Neo off the ground. Followed by the opening of a major can of half shell whoop ass on Ponzo One. <laughs> For a minute, you think the movie Fucking might maniac. actually turn out to be good, but then it sucks at the end. Oh, I hated that. I hated that. Oh. <sighs> <sighs> Was that a nine volt or. What kind of battery did you use for that bit right there? <laughs> that was an 8.5. It's rechargeable. Oh, the story, right? Let's get back to that. Yeah. Well, the woman reported the monk to police. Police investigated, and in an incredible twist of events, detectives discovered a letter in the monk's possession signed by the prime minister giving full government backing to Mr. Chantha's claim that he was a living reincarnation of Buddha. That's right. Mr. Chantha was carrying a note from his government confirming he was God. 
<laughs> the letter, of course, <clears throat> was a complete forgery, and so police threw his turtle selling ass in jail. <laughs> you can't make this stuff up, man. You. <laughs> that should be my that should be my tagline. You can't make this shit up. <laughs> you can't. It has to be true. Police also confiscated the magic turtle, placing it in protective custody before ultimately handing it over to the guardianship of a local pagoda. So, Mr. Chantha, you tortoise selling old lady brawling, fake note carrying, wannabe deity, you sir are dumber than me. Woo! <laughs> Story number three. Dumb guy hangs out with friendly cops. Last month in Baltimore, Mr. Gregory Alston, carjacker in training, decided to point his gun at two women parked in a white Nissan Maxima. Mr. Alston ordered the two women to get out of the car and then proceeded to drive away in his brand new car. The two women reported the crime. However, police were unable to investigate because the women had borrowed the new car from a friend and no one was able to recall the temporary license plate number. <laughs> now, Carl, Oops. I don't have to tell you that fate has a way of stepping into the lives of dumb guys with all the force of a bitch slap from the hand of God. <laughs> Because two weeks later, one of the women happened to spot the car parked right in front of an apartment building about a half mile away from where the carjacking incident had occurred. The woman contacted police, who then towed the vehicle away to the local precinct. Later in the day, Mr. Alston looked out his window only to see a big, fat, open parking space where his freshly stolen Maxima had once been. Now, Carl, you know what this car thief is thinking, right? Some bastard just stole my car! What an <laughs> asshole! <laughs> But soon anger gave way to panic as Mr. Alston realized that he had left his wallet in the car the night before. Oh, don't. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so Master Thief Mr. Alston did what any other dumb guy would do in this situation. This witless wonder decided to call police. Brilliant. <laughs> At the police station, Detective Jenkins had just finished contacting the rightful owner of the newly recovered white Nissan Maxima when his phone rang. Alston was on the line, calling to report that his white Nissan Maxima had just been stolen. <laughs> Detective Jenkins asked the man to come down to the station to fill out a report, and of course, Mr. Alston, being no. a complete idiot, agreed. <laughs> oh, God. Detective Jenkins said, we all treated him like a victim, and he was absolutely sincere. Word of the car thief reporting a stolen car quickly spread throughout the station, and miss, as Mr. Alston soon found himself surrounded by an increasing number of exceedingly friendly policemen, <laughs> all there to help him fill out the stolen vehicle report. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> when asked where he got the car, Mr. Alston reportedly said, I purchased it from a friend. Of course, when detectives pressed him for the friend's name, Mr. Alston replied, um, my friend has no name. <laughs> wow. It was around this time that the real owner of the white Nissan showed up at the station carrying proof of ownership and accompanied by the two female victims of the original carjacking incident that started this torrid tale. Alston was charged with armed robbery, possession of a stolen car, and a handgun violation. So, Mr. Alston, you gun waving, carjacking, cop calling wallet dropper! <laughs> Look. I'm not a genius, but I'm thinking you could have made up a better lie than my friend has no name. <laughs> like, I would have gone for Bob, or, or maybe Slim, or, or even James Tiberius Kirk. Or Buddha. 
But if you really think the cops are going to believe you purchased the vehicle from the artist formerly known as Prince, then you, <laughs> sir, are dumber than me. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> Story oh, number four. Smarter than me or dumber? You decide. Florida man John McGivney, 64, was fed up with his 1994 Chrysler LeBaron. For years, it had been giving him trouble. The latest stall was simply too much. So he did what any other man would do. Mr. McGivney pulled over to the side of the road, stood in front of his car, lifted the hood, and proceeded to fire five rounds from a semi-automatic <laughs> pistol into the engine. <laughs> Mr. McGivney then surrendered wow. to police. <laughs> According to a police report that listed the car as, as deceased, Mr. McGivney said, I was putting my car out of its misery. Like a horse. <laughs> Mr. McGivney was jailed on a firearms charge and released on bond a day later. Upon release, Mr. McGivney was quoted as saying, I think every guy in the universe has wanted to do it. It was worth every damn minute in that jail. <laughs> Excellent. So, Mr. McGivney, I can't tell if you're smarter than me or dumber than me. Smarter. On the one hand, there's a certain cathartic brilliance realized in the expression of your dissatisfaction with the anthropomorphic antagonist that your 1994 Chrysler LeBaron has become. <laughs> On the other hand, dude, you just busted five caps into the ass of your right, man. Five caps. <laughs> wow. You want to be saving those caps for the mo when the monkeys try to take back their world. We're at monkey DEFCON level five, dude. Need I remind you? The monkeys have acquired rocket launchers and Kevlar vests. Save your ammunition until you see the whites of their crazy monkey eyes. <laughs> All right, so let's just call it a tie. Awesome, man. And finally. Oh, no. Story no. number five. Smarter than me. English grandma gets bad guy. Jean Collop, an English grandmother, was awakened in the middle of the night by the sound of footsteps on the roof of her home in Wadebridge, Cornwall. Quote, I ran outside in my pajamas and grabbed the first thing that came to hand, one of my garden gnomes, and hurled it at him and hit him, she said. <laughs> Beamed with a garden gnome. Wow. <laughs> The man reportedly fell and slid down the roof, coming to a resting point near the edge. I grabbed another garden gnome and hurled it at him. He lay there on my roof and began to scream. I went back into the kitchen and found a rolling pen in case he came down. I didn't want to break another gnome. <laughs> yeah, gotta, gotta keep the lawn looking nice and proper. Oh, a neighbor heard the commotion and alerted police who arrested the would-be intruder. So, Mrs. Collup, you pajama-wearing, gnome-hurling, rolling-pin-wielding, octogenarian crime-stopper, I'm just going to call you the nominator because you, ma'am, are smarter than me. Wow. The nominator. The nominator. Fantastic. And that concludes uh, this week's edition of People Dumber Than Me. You know, I got to say... Uh, Mark, I think I nominate that for one of the best Dumber Than Me. Oh, ever. Oh, 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 smack the elf. Come smack on. The elf. Come on, Jeff. We have we have a certain level of high standards we try to maintain on, on the yeah. show. You may not have been late in two weeks, but there's no excuse for that. <laughs> I thought it lived up to the same level of standards as we usually have. But anyway. <laughs> Jeff, I don't want to hear that crap from you no more. Oh, <laughs> man. Please. Please stop. Please. Oh, it's terrible. We have to let people get back to their gnomes now. I mean, home. Sorry. <laughs>
All right. Well, anyway, this is a. How do we introduce this? I don't know. This came across my email box a couple of months ago, and it's a voicemail message from a guy who was uh, working for Burger King. I guess he was a contractor for Burger King. He was on his way to a corporate meeting or something, and um, he was calling to say he was going to be a little bit late. And uh, he witnessed an accident right there as he was on the phone, and and he described it to the people on in the voicemail. And so here's what happened. Hey, Mark, excuse me. I'm on my way to 3768. Kind of got hung up. It's raining out here. I'm on my way into Dallas. Uh, Jerry's probably going to be calling you to find out uh, where I'm at if he can't get a hold of me, I'm sure. So, uh, thought, whoa, whoa. Man, I just had a wreck right in front of me. This guy ran a red light and hit uh, hit four old ladies in a in an Impala. Just kind of clipped him and turned him around right in front of me, man. That was close. Oh, now this guy's getting out of his car. He's got a he's got a white shirt on with a tie and a cigarette hanging out of his mouth. He's throwing his hands up in the air like he like like it was their fault. Oh, uh, hold on, hold on. He's going over their window. She's rolling down the window. Oh man, she, I think she sprayed him with pepper spray, man. He's holding his he's holding his face and he's on his feet. She's getting out, she's beating him with an umbrella. <laughs> the other women are getting out too. <laughs> ah, there's one woman with a little black person. She's kind of hawking him, man. She looks she looks like a Sunbelt 20, 20 horsepower jackhammer. Blah, blah, blah. She, we got another woman that's. <laughs> she's hitting him like like he's got a cattle prod, man. She's got a she's got an umbrella. She's sticking it in its side. <laughs> oh, there's another one. That, it's a little woman. Looks like Mother Goose. <laughs> she's got. Oh, she beat him. She beat him. She's got this you big bag. <laughs> she's got. Oh, she beat him. She beat him. She's got this you big bag. It's huge. It's about the size of her. She's about four foot nothing. She hit him over the head. Everything went all over the place. Her Bible fell. She just hit him in the head with a Bible. <laughs> she picked this Bible up and she lifted it way over her head. It was, it was a hardback NBI version. <laughs> oh, they're still beating the hell out of this guy. <laughs> she picked his Bible up and raised it up above her head and just beamed the guy. This guy's not getting up. Oh, they're still, oh, God, they're still hitting him. The one with the little black person is still, all pieces of <laughs> Oh, oh, okay, he's up on the car. Oh. <laughs> the, the little woman just beating him again with that big bag. He, he, he's running to his car. He's out of here. <laughs> oh, oh, the, the little bitty mother goose woman. Oh, she's, she's stuck into him and she's driving off. <laughs> Oh, I wish you would have been here, man. Oh, oh this, is, this is too good. <laughs> that is hilarious. <laughs> I'm crying, man. <laughs> I, I, I gotta go. 
That is great, man. <laughs> that guy is beautiful. Excellent. Oh, man. That is so funny. I'm crying. <laughs> I got tears in my eyes, man. <laughs> that, that guy is beautiful. That guy deserves his own show, man. <laughs> we got we to gotta find him. Yeah. Oh. If oh. you guys want a little bit of info about that, um, about that voicemail that went around, you can go to shrinkster.com slash 59A. There's an active debate as to whether or not this thing is a... Uh, oh, it's real? It's real. It's real, yeah. They're not sure. No, but there's a pretty be, good man. discussion in history. So, shrinkster.com slash 59A. I, that sounds pretty damn authentic to me, man. Yeah, it's a tough one to fake. Well, I don't know. How does he know that there are four little old ladies? And how does he know it, the what version of the Bible it is? You know, I mean, that's a little bit hard to tell. But uh, well, it sounds like you're ready to head over to that forum there, Carl. I don't know. He's ready to debate. I don't care, really. Yeah, it's really a question of how far away he was from the from the scene. And well, the fact is, is that you know whether it's real or not, it's still freaking funny, man. It's oh, hilarious, it's and you know what? Funny. If it's if it's fake, it's masterfully it's created. Masterfully creative, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Time for Richard the Toy Boy. Hear about them geeky and freaky toys, Mister Rich Camel. What's new, man? Well, you know, last week we had Gary on the show, which was a lot of fun. And uh, uh, Gary, I'm sure you're listening out there. Thanks again, man. It was a good time. And I just got inundated with links this week. Now, Gary, of course, was up to his stellar standard, but I got a lot from other people. And I got to tell you, there's one link in particular. Please, everyone, do not send me this link again, okay? Seen it. I'm going <laughs> to do it now just so we get it out of the way. I'm gonna, and then we're going to let it go, and I never want to see this link again. Shrinkster.com slash 599. All right. It's the oil computer. Okay? So this German guy obviously killed all his fish. <laughs> so he took an aquarium, he dropped his machine in it, and he filled it with vegetable oil. Yeah. I think it's okay. actually mineral oil. It should be mineral oil, but it's vegetable oil. Oh, crap. Are you serious? Which means his place is going to smell like a moldy old Vic McDonald's within a few days. Yeah. Vegetable oil does eventually go rancid. But he can cook fries in it, though, right? He could cook <laughs> fries in it. He's just got to run steady at home when he wants to cook. <laughs> now, doesn't oil also dissolve some kinds of computer components that are also oil-based? Um, well, that's an interesting point, Jeff, which is that uh, the plastics especially would probably be affected by this. So it, it's going to do a damage to it eventually. That's why they recommend mineral oil if you're going to do something like this, because mineral oil is not only not conductive at all and is completely stable, so it's not going to rot, but it also won't react with the plastics. Yeah, so, I was... yeah, this guy's machine's going to be a mess. Plus, he put this ugly mess of a machine on his desk. It also looks like it's like a Pentium 3 <clears throat> using a slot kit adapter. Of course. So, yeah. so, Richard, when he wants to install, like, a new card, what's he got to do with this thing? You got to dip deep. <laughs> you know, I, I got to admit, though, if I was going to be, you know, doing this to a computer of mine, it probably wouldn't be my, you know, high-end Pentium 4 or my dual-processor Athlon system or anything. All right, so seven <laughs> pictures down. What's with the marital aid there? <laughs> marital aid. Hold on. I gotta what's count. with that oh, thing, man? Six. What is that? I see a marital aid the second period. The second uh, yeah. picture down. What the f 
I actually have one of those. It's a back it's massager. It's like a back scratcher. Yeah, or it's a back okay. massager. Sure, ruin my joke, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Ba- back it, scratcher it, for you guys. Meryl laid for Carl. <laughs> Carl, what are you doing? I got an obscure reference for anybody who listen, who's listening to the show who played Star Control one, two, or three. The back scratcher is arranged exactly like the Spathy Eluder. The spaceship from Star Control. Great, oh, and we can hear you talking about. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I'm so embarrassed. Yeah, you want to paint yours now, don't you? Uh, Five thousand people just turned off their iPods, man. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, he said Star Control. Oh yeah. And there was another page here on the forum where the guy was talking about the fact that he left his machine up on the desk, and so the oil capillaried out of his out of the uh, the. Uh, aquarium and onto his desk via the keyboard and mouse cables oh that's terrible very nice yeah. so it's got rancid oil all over the desk too so if you're going to do this to your machine put it on the floor that way you could step on it how about just don't do this to your machine you know richard this guy should be in the dumber than me section i think i i just don't buy this uh, the one thing that's going for this is that it's very quiet yeah because the oil is so sound insulating well, you know, the thing I've been reading about this is it's, it would be quiet, but you got to wonder if it'll make the fans overheat because of all the extra friction. Dude, I don't think the fans are running, man. Well, I think you got to have some sort of circulation in there, you know? Yeah, yeah, you got to m- pump the oil around, at least move it a bit. Yeah, I was reading a, I was reading something about this. I was reading the Slashdot commentary, and somebody suggested that even mineral oil isn't safe, but that you should use fluorocarbons instead because they're completely You should inert. just get a freaking silent case, man. That's yeah. what you should yeah. do. Drop a thousand bucks on the Zalman case and just be done with it. Put it in a freaking closet and get some cables, man. That's it. Long cables in a closet. Yeah, but I mean, then you can't, you know, get your web server slash dotted when everybody looks at the dumbass who put his case in vegetable oil. Oh, well. Are you ready to change gears? Please. Are you ready to go from the very worst to the worst you can't even imagine? Uh, I'm ready, I don't man. know. After that uh, knife holder last week, I'm... Uh, <laughs> uh, Shrinkster.com slash 59B is in Bravo. Uh-oh. I see Jesus in the URL. Yeah. Oh, my oh, God. Jesus the monster Whoa. truck. That's right. <laughs> Jesus America kicks ass. There you on go. the side of the monster. <laughs> it says Satan on the front, it says sucks. Satan sucks. Yeah. <laughs> Sunday. Oh, for the Sunday, God, for God loved the world, he gave us monster trucks. Oh, Good man, Lord, Richard, this is man. awesome. I would love to see a showdown between Satan and this truck. That there would be you awesome. Go. Satan's like, I am the god of help, and he's run over by the truck. As he's, <laughs> oh my god, there's more. It Little keeps Miss going. Mary, four by four Jeep station yep, wagon, immaculate down. concept truck. Oh my god, look at the stretch limo. Yeah, with a chapel. Yeah. Do you see it? It says, "So you do not like Jesus or Mary? Then why don't you go to hell?" Wait a second. <laughs> wait a second. You know what? I got a feeling these might be photoshopped. I think these are gags. Look at yeah, that's what look I think. at the look at the uh, stretch limo. That looks like it was just oh, the stretch limo. Yeah, is you're Photoshop. right. It totally does. But you know what? I, I don't think the Hell Express is a Photoshop. I I bet you the van is. I bet you the van. Yeah, is. I'm looking at the van now, and I'm thinking, you know what? This has been photoshopped, yeah, but it's still great. <laughs> but it's I hilarious. It's it good. Funny. It red rocks anyway, man. And, yeah. You know this uh, this the 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 stretch limo reminds me of this terrible joke. From uh, from some role playing nerds who didn't know the meaning of the word gazebo, you know it's got this sort of gazebo thing on top. 
And the the quick version of the story is the game master says you see a gazebo ahead and they think it's some sort of strange monster. Like, it's a gazebo. Uh, I attack it with my sword. The gazebo doesn't respond. I, I, <laughs> I, I try to cast it on fire. A small section of the, the gazebo catches on fire. It doesn't appear to mind. Oh, my God. <laughs> I use magic missile. <laughs> the magic gazebo will destroy you. <laughs> so, so dictionary. Very good. Dictionary is a great thing, yes. They have show dates on here. If you click on the show dates <laughs> link, it says, Jesus is coming. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like the, uh, the, uh, the motor oil is not available in, and it has a list of what looks like 50 states. <laughs> uh, okay, man. All right. In my ongoing section on strange Korean toys, <laughs> and with a great flashback to old video games, shrinkster.com slash 59C is in Charlie. Now, Jeff's probably not old enough, but somebody's gone and made the original Space Invader figures as stick-on plastic graphics for your wall. Oh, nice. That's cool. Including their shots. I love the shots, man. Yeah, that's yeah. great. I played the Atari 2600 version with the paddle controller. Pretty oh, pretty old school. Wow, I'm just thrilled about this because this means, you know, oh, you, can, this is you can get babies today and give them the fears of the 1970s. <laughs> the, the wall, the pictures of this stuff set up on the walls is actually really slick. Yeah, the wall yeah, pictures really are the cool. best. Yeah. I like it, man. This is awesome. Hey, so if this I can is, get this, this in Galga, I'd be happier. I like the one that's <laughs> on the corner. See, like half on one dimension, yeah. half yeah. on the other dimension. It's great, man. I love that. Beautiful, oh, Richard. Man, it's do you think this so stuff is uh, legally licensed, Richard? <laughs> I think it, I think it's expired. Actually, I think the patents are gone. It's so uh, old. Public domain now. Yeah, yeah it's all public domain. Is that is that also the truth? You know, I'm totally clueless in the area, in this area. Is that true for copyrights as well? I know patents is like 17 years or something. 20. 20 years and copyright yeah. is what? Isn't copyright, copyright is no is normally 20, but ha can be renewed. Okay. And then that's why Disney's still in business. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> All right. All right. What's All next, right. man? Moving right. along. Boy, I tell you, I got a lot of cool toys this week. It, I went through a ton of links and found some interesting things. This one surprised me, and, it, and it's it's pretty cool. Shrinkster.com slash 5-9-D is in Delta. We're getting right up. They're almost in the five A's. Yeah, there you go. Finis is the company, and the product is called the Swimp 3, as in Swim MP3 oh, player. God. Yikes. So this is an MP3 player for when you're swimming. <laughs> so it's A, it's totally waterproof. B, you look extraordinarily dorky, but it uses bone conduction headphones. So you don't actually put them on your ears. You put them on your cheekbones. I was going to say, you know, the, it may be waterproof, but your ears are not. Right. So if you click on the Get More Info link, they'll show you a photo of a guy wearing these things and you'll notice he's facing away from you for a reason so you get to put the uh, the mp3 player itself on the back of your head so that everybody can see it as you swim because uh. you need blinky lights sticking up as you <laughs> swim oh you stick them under your goggles yeah i'm just tempted to buy one just to see See, I'm Does glad they had this work? photo, because if I got this, I'd be having those things in my mouth, and I'd be, like, having wires going in <laughs> left and right. This music hurts! Everybody'd be like, why you got wires going in left and right side of your mouth? I'd be stereo, dude. So you <laughs> so you obviously, Mark, haven't heard of the MP3 suppositories then. Uh, you know, oh, I, was, I was using those wrong for a while, too. Okay, prostate music. Great. <laughs> All right. But they use bone conduction, man. But it's your way to happiness. It's all about the bone conduction. 
Shrinkster.com slash 59E is an echo. I'm all over the map today. A little bit oh. of everything. Is this what He's I think it is, map. man? It's the ELP laser turntable. I can't resist this thing. It's so cool. This is so I've seen this, man. This is it's awesome. totally cool. So the whole idea here, for those yeah. who have never seen one, is there used to be this technology called the long playing record. <laughs> it's made of vinyl, a kind of plastic, and it's black and full of grooves. <laughs> and you had a record player, which was essentially had a spinning disc that the record sat on, and then you used a needle on an arm to play the music, and that was amplified. Very this good. does not work like that. The disc is still there, and it still spins, but there's a laser that reads the grooves. Yeah, That's if you click so cool. about LT, about the LT on the top, you actually get a good diagram of how this thing works. It's pretty nuts. It's magic is what it is. It's insane. It's some insane people with a lot of time in their hands, man. And a lot of money. The Super Deluxe version runs a mere $19,000 US. Oh, my now, goodness. Now, Richard, will this also play my wax cylinders from the pre-LP <laughs> days? <laughs> Ooh, doesn't play 78s stacking up it. around the house man it'll play 78s carl <laughs> i think the only yeah it will play 78s and 45s but the only purpose of this thing is to make copies of old lps and of course encode them to mp3 and share them with so all in other friends. words play <laughs> play once throw away that's right because <laughs> yeah. why would you ever want to play it again once you've got it in digital form because maybe it's been destroyed well if it's been destroyed then what are you going to do well, I guess I'm asking, does it destroy the record as no, it plays no, no. it? Well, the only way this thing would destroy the record is if you turn it up too high. Right? <laughs> you turn it from, you, from you know, The door opens to... up and there's just a puddle of plastic in the bottom of it. So it doesn't have a disintegrate option with it. Because, uh, <laughs> no, Richard, normally your toys do have disintegrate options with them. Well, I'm quite a few of them do. Yeah, I'm kind of disappointed, actually. <laughs> no disintegrate feature? Yeah, you All right. Have to suggest so that thing that. is an absurdly expensive, outrageous toy. Here's a not-so-expensive but incredibly outrageous toy that I think I'm just going to have to buy. Oh, no. Shrinkster.com slash 59F as in Foxtrot. Sparkfun.com. Sparkfun Electronics. This is actually a cool site, but they're selling an old-style rotary phone hmm. that, that has a GSM cell phone built into it. Ooh. Ooh. So you can carry around this phone. It rings like a regular old-style phone with the bells, and when you answer it, it's your GSM cell phone. I love it. And that's that fabulous? Cool. It needs like a, a waist strap, or I mean a strap to go around your shoulder, shoulder strap kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's got that little hand grip in it. You just carry it in your hand. Oh, jeez. It's only a couple of pounds. I love it. The, the, the thing that's beautiful is walking around with a phone like that, and everybody looking at you like you're an idiot, and then it rings and you answer it. Yeah. And it works. I'm but, still, but, you know, still waiting for the shoe phone. Take a look around the SparkFun site, because these guys sell all the components to build your own cell phone. That's wow. how they started making these things. That's And a bunch cool. of other cool little gadgets. It's a, if you're into electronics, it's a very fun site. They've got some very nifty things going on hmm. for some pretty decent prices. Motor controllers for not too expensive. That's some good stuff. You know, Richard, if I ever wanted to push my reputation over the edge, this is the, this is the item I would have to buy. Absolutely. Just this is what this you put down beside you in front of a conference. With your giant keyboard attached People to your laptop. People say he's finally fucking flipped. <laughs> <laughs> he was sane. For, he was just on the edge of sanity for so long. Uh but they sell GPS modules. The cell phone kits have USB interfaces, so if you want to, you know, add a PC to it with data connections, no problem. 
This is where you get that stuff. Spark Fun Electronics. That's cool. That nice? Nice. Well, let's see. Where are we going to go next? Something more frightening, perhaps? Of course. More frightening? Oh, dear. Okay. You ready for frightening? Yeah. I am ready to frighten you. Shrinkster.com slash 59G is in golf. Oh, my the God. The website triplexgoldteeth.com these are the guys me. that build gold teeth frames for all you want to be uh, hip hop stars my personal favorite collection being the spinning teeth set in the lower left hand side wow. oh, so I've if you've got your these. Escalade dressed up with the big chrome rims that spin now you can do your teeth the same way with diamonds I need these so badly in God, Vegas last man. week <laughs> spinner rims for your teeth i really 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 wow is that one of the signs of the apocalypse i think it might be and if it isn't it should be <laughs> it's awesome man what a world. spectacular are you afraid uh you know how do you eat with spinning <laughs> teeth you don't need food. You have diamonds on your teeth going round and round and round. <laughs> Dude, it cuts your meat up for you, man. All right. In the area of even more frightening, I send you to 59H as in hotel. 59H. Story in the Sun newspaper, because the UK can always count on something really weird. I love the Sun. Great paper. The Great paper. It's the chili sauce that can kill. No. What? No. The chili sauce that can kill. No way. So here's the concept. You ever heard of the Scoville unit? Oh, yeah. Scoville unit is the way of measuring heat, right? Named after this guy named Scoville. And uh, Robert Scoville. The, the base temperature is one, which is a, uh, uh, a jalapeno is one. The hottest pepper in the world, the hottest natural heat you could get would be the red Savina pepper, which is rated at 570,000, which is pretty darn hot. Scotch bonnet runs somewhere in the 250,000 range. These guys took several tons of peppers to extract all their capsinian, which is the hot stuff, to make a 16 million Scoville Woo! hot sauce. Okay? This will simply hurt you. God. At some point, you have to just say, it's poison. The quote is, it's like having your tongue hit with a hammer. Ouch. They made a thousand bottles of it. And they want about 200 bucks a shot for them. This is just pepper spray in a nice bottle, man. This would make a good weapon for the army, don't you think? Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a little too lethal. You know, the good news is, after you're finished uh, spraying it around, everything tastes like a taco. <laughs> Forever. Yeah. Forever. Yeah, right. You know, they talk about that ground that never grew plants again after World War I because of all the shelling. Yeah. This is the place that smelled like a taco forever. All right. In Literally. the category of transcendently geeky, and there's not a lot of things I consider transcendently geeky, but this would be one of them. Shrinkster.com slash 59i is in India. Whoa. It's the LED ah. scrolling belt buckle. Ah. Ah. The great thing about this product is once you put it on, you will never need to take it off because you're never getting laid ever. <laughs> you're wearing an LED scrolling sign on your pants. 
You might you might have to take it off for security. Get through security. There's a movie. Yeah. yeah. If you need to see it in animated form. I, I would have it just repeatedly saying the message, stop looking at my dick. <laughs> They're only 30 bucks. You could give these to all of your friends that you hate. Christmas presents, man. Hanukkah presents. Hanukkah. Ramadan presents. Have I covered everything? <laughs> yeah, I got all the faiths down. Jesus is coming to kick your sin and ass. <laughs> Satan sucks. Yeah. Satan can suck this. All right. All right. What's next, Richard? Shrinkster.com slash five nine J is in Juliet. Stealth switch. The stealth switch. Oh, this is great. So here you go. It's a device you put on the floor, plugs into your machine, configure the software, and it automatically flips between whatever video game you're playing and work. Ha! That's great. If you click on the demo, they have a nice little flash animation to show you how it works. What about the sounds from the explosions and stuff like that? Oh, well, it does all that. It's actually a, a setting to, say, mute sound, too. It should pause the program. So it should they do. were thinking about that. They yeah, work? the real question is, does it pause the program? Because that's what matters. Right. You're sweating while you're talking to your boss because you know you're like, you know, your base is getting attacked. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, get out of here, man. Yeah. Otherwise, all their base is going to belong to me. That's right. There's, there was actually there were actually some games that came out in, uh, you know, I want to say like about 10, 20 years ago that had this kind of option in the that's game right. where you would yeah. be playing and you could hit a key and it would bring up a... Uh, come out, know, come up with Visicalc. spreadsheet or something. Yeah, Visicalc yeah. spreadsheet. Yeah. Exactly. Beautiful. And this is pretty cheap too, isn't it? Yeah. 30 Four, bucks. 40 bucks, 30 bucks. 40 bucks. USB. USB, of course. <laughs> Everything All right. is. All right. Oh, I got two more good ones for you. Well, I don't know. This is bad, but it's seasonal. It's appropriate. And I hate the fact that George Lucas has done this to us. Shrinkster.com slash 59K as in kilo. Hey, you know, actually, just to uh, to to cut back to that, um, under applications, they actually suggest people use it for HIPAA compliance, which is actually a good idea. Not a bad idea at all. Huh. Security. Yeah. Security. Oh, my God. This ID is software. freaking horrible. <laughs> That's right. It's the Star Wars Darth Vader water sprinkler. No. 10 inches tall, spins all around, spraying water. <laughs> Darth Vader standing on top of a Death Star, holding a lightsaber. Peeing on and everybody. And it's a sprinkler. <laughs> this oh, is wrong. Come on, man. Yeah, only, it's only good if you hook it up to something with yellow food coloring in the water. Okay. <laughs> oh, the only thing more offensive to me than this is if you look further down on the page, there's the Darth Vader water globe. <laughs> I'm just glad that George Lucas hasn't sold out yet. <laughs> Darth Vader giant Pez. Nice. You see, this is the kind of thing where you'd say, you know, George Lucas is rolling in his grave right now, but he's alive and supporting He's not. He's signed off on this. <laughs> The Anakin Obi-Wan Battle Water Globe. Oh, this stuff is wrong. <laughs> yeah, what about that Mr. Potato Head Darth Vader, man? That was That's pretty freaky, wrong. too. wrong. You know what I think it is? I think the, there's the, you know, the, the latest movie, the, the, the Sith movie, it doesn't have any, you know, it's got no Jar Jar talking in it, no Ewoks running around, you know, being able to see the actors' heads through their eye hole cutouts. Yeah. And so George is like, you know, going through withdrawal, so he says, let's, you know, let out this freaky shit. 
Well, you know, do you know how <laughs> yeah. uh, this stuff works, licensing and syndication? So George doesn't have anything to do with this. They basically have, for a price, anybody can uh, put the likeness of Darth Vader or whatever on their merchandise. So uh, it's not like know, he man. sells this stuff. I think he is selling this stuff. I clicked the link and it's a picture <laughs> of him. <laughs> All right, actually, you know what? There's two toys here I just can't <laughs> let go. All right, man. It's, this, this is the most offensive one of the night. Shrinkster.com slash five nine Ella's in Lima. Wizinator. The Wizinator. The Wizinator. <laughs> I love the website. The oh, Wizinator God. is an easy to conceal, easy to use urinating device no, with what? a prosthetic penis. What? Click on the link at the bottom that says product. Why? Why would you want what? No, dude. No. It's a strap on penis with a Urine container. In fact, if you scroll to the bottom, they sell dehydrated urine. Why? 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 Because it's it's take costs less money to ship than no. regular urine. No. Why? Why this thing? Why does this exist, man? For pee tests for guys who are doing drugs, man. Look at the guy's shirt in the oh, picture. That's what it is. That's got, what it is. That's what it's for. And Carl's like, oh, I'll order one. Prosthetic penis. That's not so bad. <laughs> what is this? Attention, ladies. Please kick click here. Now they have one that's for her. Another sign of the apocalypse. Oh, it's the designed to be worn comfortably. It is an undergarment for extended periods of time. You know oh what this means God. now? You know what this means? Is that drug testing is going to have to get a little bit more uh, invasive. Yes. Yeah, they're going to have to <laughs> grab your dick and pull it. That's right. You need to see if it's warm. <laughs> see if you scream when they squeeze it. They're going to have to get out the vice grips. That's what I'm thinking. There you go. The Wizinator. Okay, I got one to end with. It's sort of a toy. This is actually a look back at something we've looked at before. You'll recognize this guy when you see him. Okay. Shrinkster.com slash 5-9 and is in November. So we're back to the baytoday.ca oh, site. Oh, yeah. And it embarrasses me that this guy is a Canadian. Oh, my God. His name is Troy Hurtabuis. It's and called he's the built God a bunch Light. of weird things. And we looked at this thing before. You called it Angel Light before. Yeah, he can it's the see same through device, walls but now it's called God Light. Because apparently it cures cancer. Wow. That's amazing. What's neat is oh, last time they never tell us what the thing did. You know how it worked. But in this article, they're actually telling us more about what the thing actually well, does. Well, tell the listeners what it what it supposedly does. It looks through walls, right? Well, the, in Angel Light, yeah, it was able to look through walls and flesh and everything. But they never said how it worked or what it did. It was just sort of this, here's this weird-looking guy, and he's very odd-looking, no doubt, standing in some ramshackle room with this gizmo in front of him. It's absolutely massive, wires going everywhere. And nobody ever explained what it did. And now further down in the article, when you read it, they actually say that it's a 26-foot-long device. It uses 67 optical lenses in five different gases to produce 80,000 lux of full-spectrum light. This is, without a doubt, the most absurdly huge, expensive flashlight you've ever seen. <laughs> But apparently, it'll cure cancer. Apparently. So, in the story, it talks about a couple of mice that he shot with this light for 20 minutes. Now, I sus and apparently the cancer shrunk. 
I imagine the mouse shrunk, too, because it just got blasted with the brightest light you've ever seen. <laughs> there were no adverse to the uh, effects of the mice in a 56-hour observation period because they were dead. <laughs> you cook them. <laughs> so here's the really disturbing part. Awesome. You get right to the end of the story. After he did the mice, he did plants. And apparently the plants grow like crazy because, after all, it's God light. Right. So here's the last sentence. It was at that point that Herdebeest decided to flout scientific protocol and test the God light on people. Yikes. So in a future episode of Mondays, I'll be sure to bring you back to the story to find out how many holes he burnt in people. Wait a minute. That link to find out what happened to the humans actually was from May 12th. It's active. So they actually have results. They have results. Holy crap. He's used it on his wife. What a surprise. Burned a hole in her. Listen to this. Quote, I held my hand there, and within two or three seconds, I had to pull it away because it felt like the light was going to burn a hole through my hand. (laughs) But when I held other things in front of it, like tissue paper, wood, and other things, nothing. They were cool to the touch. Yeah. Yeah. Well, if you uh, want to go to his lab and prove him wrong, he'll give you twenty grand. Yeah, but, but if you, but the deal is, if he's right, you have to give him twenty grand. I just find it fascinating. He picked that number, twenty thousand dollars. Is that all he's got, or Probably. is that what he needs for his electrical bill? The <laughs> <laughs> Godlight. Okay, man. The Godlight. Can I, can I read one quote? Can I read one quote from the bottom of this? Sure. He's he's talking about <clears throat> Herdebeest is is talking about cancer. He's talking about how he's focusing on that, and he says. But now the hunter is being hunted, and cancer, when I'm on your trail, you're as good as dead. All right. Nice. So he's after him. Yeah. Okay. Oh, buddy. You know, sometimes I don't feel so, you know, like, so worried about myself when I yeah. see people yeah, I th- like this. I thought this might have belonged in one of Mark's segments, actually, but. It's sort of a toy. It sort of is. But it is nice to know there are people out there weirder than you. That's the whole point of the internet, isn't it? To let you know about the people weirder than you. That's all we got for this week. Yeah, that that's it, huh? Just like a whole pile of, you know, completely freakish people, both from you and Mark. Yes, yeah. that's the show this week. That's it's the, the Freakish People Show. The Freakish People Show. The Wizenator. Right. I want to know if you if if somebody who, you know, needs to have a urine test done could use the angel light instead of the Wizenator so that he won't test positive for dope. All right. Well, I want to thank everybody who uh, was on Mondays this week Jeff Maciolik, Richard Campbell, Mark Miller, myself, and uh, Jason here in the the control room hanging out with us. Thanks a lot. Hey, you guys out there, be careful out there on that road. Love each other. Yeah, put the cell phone down. Be cool. 